Howdy, cowpokes. Welcome to Happily Ever Pasture, a podcast about Fox's new reality dating show, Farmer Wants a Wife. I'm Starlisha. And I'm Abby. And we're friends and reality TV fans who will recap and review new episodes each week. Saddle up and join us. Welcome back to Happily Ever Pasture. Um, I'm Abby. I'm Starlisha. And, and today we, we have a special so, guest. We're so excited. <laughs> we love special guests. Um, we have Talia with us. And Talia, if you just want to introduce yourself, say who you are. Yes. Hi, y'all. I'm so happy that you decided to have me on the podcast. I listened to a few episodes and y'all made me laugh. It's so fun hearing everybody's take on the show and um what you think is going to happen and all of that so i'm talia i live in atlanta georgia and i was on season one of farmer wants a wife on hunter's farm yes awesome um yeah i guess uh, our first question would be like how did you come across and apply for the show um because i don't i don't know if you know but i'm a therapist as well Um, so I'm very, especially interested in, um, I know how hard it was to date privately as a therapist, you know, like, (laughs) but with like, oh no, am I going to come across my clients on a dating app and things like that? So, um, I would love to hear more about what that process was like for you and how did you decide to take on this vulnerable venture publicly? Yes. So vulnerable. And, um, it took a lot of thought, especially because I had actually just graduated grad school, um, probably a month or two before uh, the casting um, agency reached out to me through Instagram and a DM. And I had been approached about doing different reality TV shows in the past. And, um, you know, it just never felt right, right timing, all of that. And so when they reached out to me, I was like, sure, I'll entertain it. I'll see what this is about. And you know, I, from grad school, two and a half years of grad school, I literally had, I had no time to date, absolutely no time. I'm doing like internships, free work, full-time job, all these things on the side. And so I just like had absolutely no time to date. And I was like, well, if this experiment, this, um, beautiful journey could, you know, take me out of my life for a little while and solely focus on dating. Then I was like, you know, maybe this is going to be my story. So it's kind of how I ended up there. Awesome. Great. So Instagram, that's interesting. That Instagram. Yes. Always check your DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Very good advice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you uh, choose Hunter specifically? Yes. So what I love so much about this show is um, they actually showed us a video of all the farmers. And the second I watched Hunter's video, he was just like giggly, a jokester. And I was actually like laughing too while I was watching his video. I just felt like very comfortable. And I heard a little Southern accent in his voice. And, you know, I'm a Georgia girl. So I just felt like, you know, this guy, I feel like I could be very comfortable with him. And that was really key of what I was looking for. And um, yeah, so I put him at the top of my choice and um, was really excited to meet him. So much so that actually when I met him, I 
I like had a present to present him. Um, and it, you'd love it because it was a little therapy gesture. I gave him a pig and it was like a stress ball pig. <laughs> and I said, whenever you get stressed, just like squeeze the pig and think of me and everything's going to be okay. And so, you know, I really wanted it to be him. I guess the gift could have worked for any farmer, but I was thinking of him when um, I got it. Oh yeah. Perfect therapy gift. I yeah. approve for sure. We've seen a lot of stress from all of them, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's in Georgia, right? He is in Georgia. Yeah. He okay. actually lives, his farm's about an hour and a half from where I live. Wow, super close. Yeah. And you had never met him prior. <laughs> no, it was actually kind of surprising because um, he lives close to the University of Georgia in Athens. And I went to college in this area. We went to Athens a lot. But, you know, they say it's a small world, but not that small, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Connecticut, so I always forget like how huge other states are. <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did you find uh, in terms of your expectations for what it would be like, you know, having some sense of who he was and what you were looking for? What did you were you surprised at all when you arrived at the farm? Anything that, you know, took you off guard or you wanted you know, to see? The first time I saw Hunter and like the first interactions and everything, it I was not surprised. It was very much like, you know, he portrayed himself well in the video that that was really who he was. And um, I was very comfortable talking to him as a therapist. We're so comfortable talking to people. We do it all the time. And so I was definitely the, the lead in the group, um, asking those questions, breaking the ice, but not so much like um, excluding other people. I very much wanted um, to ask a question that like the whole group could then um, talk because I knew a lot of the other girls were nervous. So I felt very confident um, meeting Hunter. I felt very confident that first interaction. And um, so when he asked me to come to the farm, that's then when I got a little nervous because then it was like reality sunk in. And I was like, wait, what am I about to go do? Because this is crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Did you have any reservations about being on TV as a, like for your career or future? Yeah. As a therapist, that's a great question. I actually, um, I reached out to my supervisor and that was somebody's, um, opinion that I really cared highly about because I didn't know if it would be, I, I work in a group practice and I didn't know if it would be something that, you know, she would be okay with. And she said the most freeing thing to me that I think can be applied to like any single person in any situation. And just like, it was such good therapy advice, but she said to me, she was like, Talia, don't edit your life for anybody, no clients, anyone. So much so that if a client leaves you and doesn't want you to be their therapist anymore because they see you making out on national television, that's okay because there will always be more, more clients out there. You know, the mental health space is so big and somebody is gonna, you know, relate to your story or something like that. And so I just felt like I really had her blessing and that really what I was able to just like 100% be me with like no fear of um, getting fired or like anything like that. So it was a consideration. And even like 
while the show was airing, I never like mentioned it to my clients because sessions are not about me. It's about them. And um, I did always like kind of wonder in the back of my head, like one of my clients, her and her mom, that's like their thing. They love to watch reality TV together. I was like, oh no, <laughs> this could be a conversation, but it never came up really. Wow. Great. Great idea. Asking the supervisor. Yeah, definitely. This is such an, like, I feel like I just really want to be a fly on the wall just listening to the two of you talk because like therapy and the psychology world is not my training. I just have happened to land here. Um, Abby, I was saying that I'm like actually in a clinician office right now, like doing this interview. So I'm like, I'm very much like in that space but I don't really have the formal training or background so it's really interesting to hear just like how you navigated that um yeah just as I'm learning because I'm still fairly new to this world of confidentiality and therapy and um uh, counseling so it is it is really cool to hear those words that your supervisor said to you which I I think it is great advice for For anyone right everyone no matter what it was really I knew that I was like and also so reassuring that like I had an amazing supervisor and um you know not everybody can say that so it was that was one of the biggest blessings that I had I had a lot of pushback from um other people that are important and special in my life but when I heard that from such a trusted source, uh, it was just really freeing and what exactly what I needed. Yeah, great. Thanks for saying that, Star. Feel free to but jump in because, yeah, I will talk shop, but tell you the whole time if you let me. But uh, yeah, I mean, my last kind of like adjacent question to that is that I noticed that um, knowing that you came to the show pretty freshly out of grad school is interesting to me because I uh, I did a little bit of looking on your your website and things like that. And it seems like you do have a bit of a focus on relationships. Am I right? And like, you know, communicating and and that kind of thing. So did your um, experience in the show kind of shape that at all as you were coming into that career? Or did you already decide that that was the direction you want to go? Yeah. So actually I, um, I had a whole business before I went to grad school and that business um, was more of like the life coaching area. And it was a lot more about, um, you know, your ideal client is always you, but a few years younger. And so I went through a really bad breakup and I was just like, wait a second, like this is kind of bittersweet because I can really use what I have learned in this breakup and, um, you know, teach other women about it. And so I started hosting like workshops and meditation workshops, and I built like an online course that, you know, people could buy. And um, it was like kind of my COVID project that I had like my whole setup and I was recording in my apartment and, um, it was a really beautiful course called um, Breakup Boot Camp, where, you know, I really was in that space of like helping others. And then I was doing a lot of motivational speaking. And there came a point where I was like, I felt I needed the credibility, which, you know, hindsight is, you know, 2020. I, I think I already knew what I knew and I didn't so much need to go to school, but I was like, I want to make a career out of this. And if I want to make a career out of this, yes, I do need the education. So my whole um, 
lifestyle and business about relationships, everything came long before I went to grad school, then grad school, and then the show. So I feel like I've lived a hundred lives and everything that I've done. Um, but yeah, to answer that question, I was able to kind of use my life experience and my like teaching experience about relationships and dating while I was on the show and like my experience with Hunter also. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool that you had that before that. And great, um, you know, great example, like great advice for like, you know, it's never too late and you can always build on your knowledge and expand what you already have built. So that's awesome. Definitely. Um, which kind of brings us to our next question, which is your breakup, which I know was quite a few weeks ago, but it still really stands out in at least my mind. And I know a lot of people's mind as like a, a perfect example of like how to handle a breakup with such like maturity and grace and like crystal clear communication. Um, so I was wondering if you could speak a little about that and what that was like for you and um, maybe any advice you have for how to go into a breakup with such um, clear expectations or uh, what was it like, like talking yourself into a very difficult situation like that? Yes, it was a difficult situation. I was so, so nervous. And I think I, I said it um, when I was talking to Hunter, like I don't normally get nervous, but <laughs> that's like a whole different situation. I've never done that kind of breakup before, you know, but I think what it went back to um, was like knowing my worth and knowing my value. And I felt that it wasn't being appreciated there. And that's not to say anything bad about um, him or anything like that. I just knew like I wasn't his girl. I could see it and I could feel it. And I had put so much on the line, so much pause on the line. I had like two or three jobs. I had like clients, everything that I put on hold to go try and find love. And so I had a lot that I wanted to get back to. I had, I have a beautiful life. And so knowing all of that really made the choice to um, have the breakup talk with Hunter. It made it a little easier. I knew that this wasn't something that I just wanted to ride out and continue to see if it got better. And so I think my advice would be to just like realize that, realize that you are already a whole person before, you know, you get into a relationship with someone. And, and if you don't feel you're a whole person, first try and find yourself and become that whole person. And then when you find your person, it's not your other half. It's actually like two whole people coming together and like, building this absolutely beautiful life together. And that's exactly what I was looking for. And so I knew like I was a whole person, Hunter was a whole person, yes, but um, our lives could not work out together. Um, I, I just didn't feel it and I could tell Hunter wasn't feeling it. And so, yeah, I just went in there and I, I believe I'm really good at communicating. So I was able to say, what I needed to say. I definitely fumbled over my words a few times and that might not have been shown. Um, but I think it was a very mature conversation and I really appreciate that. Um, I think you have to feel safe in the setting to be able to speak freely and um, between production and the show and 
just the whole setting. Like I knew it was a safe environment that I could speak up on. And so I was really glad how it turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely did us proud. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you think, and this is not, this is not directly like, this is not a direct at Hunter or your situation, (laughs) but just in general in the world, are we seeing a rise of young women having to break up with Mm. men (laughs) because the men just have not gotten there like is this something like Abby and I have talked about this a few times in regards to the show other people on the show also have to be like I'm just gonna like peace out like this is just not working um and of course like within the container of reality tv it's it is a lot harder right but Mm -hmm. is this something that you see outside of that setting Mm -hmm. young women coming to you and being like I know we are both not feeling this. Can you mm. give me the language and tools to mm. say to this man, hey, this isn't working? Yeah, I would say I feel like that's 50-50, actually, as I like just like quickly scan through like kind of my caseload and the type of people that I see. I wish it was 100% yes. Women knew their worth and they were like, I'm out of here. Um, but also between like even friends, like I have so many friends that just want a partner so badly that, um, not that they're willing to settle, but they're willing kind of to look around the red flags and, and I've been there and done that, like, you know, and, um, and I'm glad that, you know, I, I continued on a path so I could learn, but I also got my heart really broken. And so I think, I think it just comes with a maturity when you can have that real conversation that I'm going to choose me. And that was essentially what I did in that conversation. As we saw in um, a few other breakups with the show, like, you know, I, I just find it, I'm so proud. Like, you know, Lily was like, I choose me, Cassidy Joe, like I wanted this so bad, but like I choose me. And so it's really beautiful. And it just like makes me so proud of the women that, and you know, the cast that we have on the show, not less proud for anybody that like gets dumped or anything. Um, but it's just really cool to, yeah, see women step into their power. Yeah. For sure. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, is there, was there anything about reality tv or or the show experience in general that was just like surprisingly joyful for you like what surprised you Mm. yeah in like a good way (laughs) you know when I left the show it was almost like a little bit of a grieving process it was really hard because you're in this situation that not many people understand except the people that are going through it with you and I had been talking with the casting people for months and months prior to like even getting to the airing date or the the filming date and so it really was this like big team camaraderie and although um you know things happen and all of that on the show things didn't work out relationships didn't work out um when I had to like walk away and leave it it was really hard I was really sad but now that 
a lot of people have walked away. I mean, we're done filming and um, up to the finalists, but I've noticed that everybody has actually gotten a lot closer. And that has been like my absolute favorite part, getting to like make real friendships with the girls rather than friendships where we're like competing against each other and you're not really sure um, what's real or what's not. And so that has been like, my absolute favorite part of it all. Um, just getting to like now find friends all across the world. It's been really fun. Yeah. I think that's been one of our favorite parts as well is just see the relationship yeah. between the women. It's been so like, what a breath of fresh air when you think yeah. about reality TV. Yeah. The genuine yeah. reactions or interactions between you guys. For sure um you mentioned like uh you know connecting with the other women and, and seeing like other breakups on the show um in general what have you noticed about uh you know the things that have aired after you left like of course you you might not have seen a lot of the things happen um what is that like for you either on other farms on hunter's farm maybe how your breakup was described uh <laughs> what did you think about uh yeah what what was what was like uh what it carried on after you left Great question. Um, two things like came to mind. One, on the episode after I left, where I saw Hunter's Barn, like how to castrate the bulls and then eat the bull testicles. I was like, I would have been out. Like, if I wasn't already like too much of a city girl before, um, he would have been like so turned off probably because I would have been like, no, I'll just like cheer you on from the sidelines, but not taking part of that. And you know, the, the whole point was city girls coming to the farm. And so, yeah, definitely would not have been for that. So I was, I was laughing when I saw that episode. Um, and then I think another part was when I did leave the, um, far, or when I did have my breakup conversation and, you know, Jennifer Nettles was like, um, Hunter update us. You have a little change. And Hunter said that, I believe he said Talia decided to leave the farm and um, I felt that I approached the conversation in a way where I wanted to have a conversation and I, I worded it that um, let's see if this is something that we want to work towards and you know y'all saw his um, answer saying that he uh, just felt like he had a stronger connection with other girls. And I could not agree more. I saw those stronger connections with the other girls. Um, but I wish it would have kind of been like, we decided, um, you know, Talia is going to go home um, because that was just the accurate truth. So yeah, watching it back, um, you do see a lot of things, but then it's also been so fun to watch like how it's all unfolded and um I'm I'm really excited to see the season finale and how that all goes down um so I've still tuned in it's been hard to kind of watch Hunter's story um but the rest of it has been really beautiful yeah I'm glad you said that because we had the same feeling of like oh that's what you're gonna say happened um yeah I yeah I think that uh that we also felt like that was not, you know, a very accurate, you know, summary. <laughs> so yeah, I think you you made yourself very clear and that was an interesting takeaway for him. But yeah, so um yeah. Sarge, you have 
I'm just, I'm s- sitting at this window and they're about to, there's a dump truck about to dump so many stones onto the uh, ground. So okay. I was trying to be like, you two keep talking. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say anything for like <laughs> at least 30 seconds. Um, but yes, I concur to everything about that. That was definitely, I think that was also one of those moments where I was like, oh, is this the type of, oh, okay. This isn't, it was one of those moments where me as the average person never having been on a reality dating TV show is like, oh, <laughs> this is a universal thing that happens. Like this doesn't just happen to my friends where a guy says something that's like, <laughs> just not really accurate. I like the way you painted it. Like, you know, not the not the full accurate picture of what was happening. Um, so it was kind of one of those moments of like, okay yep we've all we've all been there right like we've all we've all seen that happen and it does stink but yeah 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 and it is kind of bring, it stars this kind of what you were saying earlier about like maybe a, a trend in uh a very generalized trend in like men maybe <laughs> feeling hesitant to own their own decision making and feelings yes. and not and the the onus of like you know, getting things in the open and discussing things that, you know, both people are feeling kind of tends to fall on women. I think maybe that was part of uh, yeah. our general feeling. I think so. I think that's part of it. And then also, you know, I mean, obviously generalizing, but then I can think about times where I've done the same thing or I'm just like, oh my gosh, we both know this isn't going anywhere, but I'm just going to wait for that person to say something, right? Like we've all, it's, it's definitely two sides of the same coin, but Definitely. I I don't think Hunter really meant it maliciously. I think more so I, that was the first breakup on the show. And so, um, you know, we were all so new to how this was going to play out. And, and I could tell, like when I sat down and had that conversation with him, he was so nervous. I, Mm -hmm. I say it sounded like he had a frog in his throat. (laughs) Like he was just really nervous. And so, um, I know he was trying to be respectful and I think he, it was pretty clear of my intentions too. And so I don't know if he really knew how to handle it. So looking back now, just like giving a lot of grace because, um, I haven't spoken to him since. And so, um, you know, it was just a learning process for all of us really. That is a great point. I actually forgot that you were the first breakup. Yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. important context. Yeah. Uh, have you not spoken to him in the same way that Haley hadn't spoken to Brian? Or <laughs> just kidding, you don't have to say. <laughs> I don't say anything. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just to yeah, like, kind of wrap up, is there any, um, like my last questions are probably like, do you have any regrets? Is there something that you wish had been shown that didn't have time to be shown? Or uh, in general, like, is there any piece of advice that uh, if you could go back in time, you would have given yourself before going on the show? Yeah, so many good questions. I think, you know, if I could have replayed the situation, um, we didn't have a lot of time really to prepare our mental headspace or um, to go on the show. So we were kind of still in this casting process. We weren't officially like a hundred percent green light, let's go. So, you know, we're all like kind of working out, getting our hair done, like the exterior stuff, trying to get our outfits and shopping all, all at the same time. I was like 
working a full-time job still and um my dog had just passed away a few months prior so very much like going through heavy heavy grief and I didn't really get to prepare prepare my mind for the show and um that's something that I really like to do anytime I go into like an interview for a new job or something I'm very much like a preparer and so getting to this show and, and, you know, it's not about it being a competition, but at the end of the day, there is a little competition still. Um, I really wasn't prepared for that. I am not a shy person at all. And I a hundred percent show up as myself, but in that situation, for some reason, I felt I played small and I was quiet. And if I could have done it differently, I wouldn't have been so scared of like following the rules or not that there was even rules, but just like, I I would have treated it more of like dating how I date here or being the Talia that I am. And it wasn't that I was scared of the cameras. I'm comfortable with cameras, but yeah, that was just kind of my advice that, or if I could go back just to prepare myself more mentally um, for this adventure, because all the outfits and the everything, all of that doesn't matter if your head isn't right at the end of the day. Wow, that is great. Perfectly said. Um, and definitely true. I mean, in general, really, in any kind of dating venture, you know, getting your head straight. And yeah, I think there was, especially in this show, I think there was a lot of emphasis placed on like, you know, adjusting from city life to country life and like wearing the right shoes and like, <laughs> you know, getting dirty, you know, and I think there was maybe not enough focus for, you know, anyone on like, how do you, you know, this is presumably in the direction of marriage. How do you get your, your life and yourself right to make that huge step? Yeah. So that's a really good point. Yeah. I think another thing is I was significantly older than a lot of the girls on my farm. And so I don't know how that would have been shown, but just like maybe if more of you got to see more of our personalities and um, that like something was like the episodes were longer. We had more time or something like that. Then you could have seen like, I, um, I was just a little different. And I think at the end of the day, that was kind of why um, I just didn't fully feel like I was home there. And that was ultimately like also one of my decisions um, to step away from this experience because I knew exactly what I was looking for. Um, and maybe some others just were like, well, this is a fun experience. So yeah, that's also like kind of your life stage of where you're at. Yeah, definitely. I think the, you know, the, the difference in, in age maybe came across in how mature you were and how direct. And I think that does maybe come with age, that comfort with being, you know, more, quote unquote confrontational but yeah yeah definitely um is the dump truck on star uh no they're, <laughs> they're it's a whole they're repaving like the whole side of the street it's fine um awesome well thank you if yeah. you uh, could I just ask one little question last just oh, to yeah. end it go ahead um yeah. what is uh, I mean I'd love to know one thing that you know about yourself now that you didn't know before you started filming Hmm, that's a beautiful question. Man, one thing that I know about, ooh, this is actually a kind of shocker. So 
since I have been on the show, um, I, I think I kind of like have been reevaluating my like ideals of what I want in a relationship now. Um, it kind of like opened my eyes of like the traditional dating or the societal pressures of um, like we are dating and we are going to get married and we're going to have kids. And maybe this is me being like the the city girl that I am now, but I'm kind of like re-examining that and wondering like, do I really want um, to like get married soon? Do I want kids right now? And so it's, I don't know if it's really something that um, I learned, but it's just like giving me this freedom and this space to like just be me and I don't have to fit into the societal mold. And, um, you know, I've always kind of had that like rebellious spirit, but I think I have it maybe now more <laughs> since being on the show. So it's just been a journey since, you know, the show ended and kind of like rediscovering myself. And that's been really great. Oh, beautiful. Bluefield said, and really says a lot about like, um, all that we can gain from, you know, an experience, a chance that you're taking that might not be perceived as a success. There's always something to to get out of it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, this can't thank you enough. Great. How can people follow you? Keep up to date with what you're doing. Yes. So I have a lot in the works. So I'm super excited. going to be working on my book soon. I've always been a writer and um, I have like chapters all over my different computers and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I just really need to like get it all out there and um, I have a title and everything. So I'm super excited. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I will share all that information through my social media accounts. It is takeoff with Tal, T-A-L. So my whole thing um, in life and everything is about like helping women take off to the future. And so being a flight attendant that I also am, um, just, yeah, all about that. So that's my handle, Take Off With Tal, and I'd love to connect. Wow, congratulations awesome. on your book. That's fantastic. Yeah, Can you share so the title cool. yet or not yet? I don't know if I want to. I'm so scared okay. that I get, like, stolen, and I love it. <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs> So I don't want that. Good <laughs> idea. A little mystery. Yeah. Yes. And if, if people are curious, <laughs> Are your DMs open? My DMs are super open. Okay. Yeah, love that question. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. This has been delightful getting to know you. Thank you for sharing about your journey with us. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much.